0: Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
1: Hello and welcome to the Must Hear Music podcast. My name is Joe Lynch and I'm sitting here with Jason Lipschitz. What's up, man? Hello. And Tatiana Cirasano. Hello. Thanks for joining us. You
2: are so welcome. <laughs> uh, how are
1: you guys doing today? Uh, I'm great. I'm well. It's Friday. Yeah. Got some new music. Got some new music. Just like every Friday. Pretty much just like every Friday. Yeah. But unlike every Friday, we have Jonas Brothers to talk about. Today. Wow. True. Uh,
3: it's true. That is not something it's that true. happens every Friday. Uh, yeah, we are, uh, this song came out a week ago, but I still wanted to talk about it. Come on, it's I still a it's big it's deal. I think it's necessary,
1: and it, it's looking like it could... Hit number one. Ooh, yeah. On the old Hot 100. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) What year is it? (laughs) Right? Yeah. Well, it would be their first number one, right? It would be their biggest hit. It
3: looks like likely to become their biggest uh, hit on the Hot 100 ever. Wow. Which is unbelievable. And look, I think that – look – I've, ri- I've written about this song. Part part of the reason why it so is so So don't doing listen to so the well, podcast.
1: Turn it off. Go read it. Yeah, that's called. what I would say.
3: <laughs> uh, I think part of the reason why it's doing so well, obviously, there's interest in a Jonas Brothers reunion, not just because they were a big deal back in the day, but because they've gained new fans through Nick's solo work and DNCE— also, Kevin's, Kevin's, reality yeah, Kevin's reality series. Yeah, Kevin's reality series. They're like...
1: It was a big boon for all the All the Married to Jonas <laughs> fans are
3: like, where is Kevin? <laughs> well, he's right here, guys. <laughs> Don't worry. Um, but no, I think that obviously there's... Uh, and then you have the, the diehard Joe Bros fans who... Have
2: waited like a decade uh, for this group to get back together. It's me. I'm here. Okay. Were you a big Jonas fan? <laughs> Jonas Brothers was maybe one of my first big concerts. I saw wow. them at MSG. Oh wow! And I didn't I... live around here. Like I flew to New York for this concert. What? Yeah, okay.
3: Well, all, all right. Let's <laughs> yeah, tell yeah, us. Let's I had it. no idea about this. Tati, tell I was us a everything. huge
2: fan. I don't know. That's kind of all. The... Kind of all would, there is. How old would you have been? Um, at the time? like twelve, maybe. Okay. So that's I'm a good really sweet sure. spot.
1: And what was your favorite album? of the, the Joe Bros. I
2: honestly couldn't tell you.
1: Wow. Okay. I it kind sounds of... like you're a real big fan.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's come on. It's been so it's been six like years, right? It's been six years.
1: Uh Yeah. Yep. So, I guess. I, I, I liked, don't know. I was certainly not.
2: I had the CDs, like the physical right. CDs. Do you have like
1: lines? Or wait, was it Line, called lines, vines and, and trying to? Yeah. 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 That one was actually really bit bit good, longer. I thought. Yeah. So wait, can you, so Tati, you guys.
3: I go should wait not have brought this up. Okay. So did you, I forgot everything.
2: have a sign? I did have a sign, but we weren't allowed to bring it in because it would block other people's view, and we were really upset. Mm, very what
3: true. What was the sign?
2: Um, I can't believe that I have this little... Like, did I black out for my entire, like, <laughs> middle school <laughs> life? Like, I don't remember. Um, I don't know. Me and my sister made them, uh, so it was it was a pretty big deal.
3: That's incredible. We had terrible
2: seats, though. Like, the worst of all time, so... But
3: you didn't care. No. Come on. You yeah. didn't care at all. <laughs> I mean, yeah, at that age, it's just, I like, I think it was a Christmas there, gift, basically.
2: Yeah. So anyway, now you know. That's, that's incredible. <laughs> I'm so that's I had no funny. idea.
3: So anyway, so uh, again, obviously, Joe Bros. Diehards like Getting Tati are going to pay <laughs> attention to this reunion, and like I said, p- uh, the new fans from Nick and DNCE. But the bottom line is, this song is really good. This song is yeah, an that's... excellent pop rock song. Like, and it's a good song. And you know, writing about this song, I I I, I talked a lot about Ryan Tedder, who produced uh, this song, or I think. Uh, co-wrote this song. I don't know if he actually produced it, but his his fingerprints are all over it. He executive produced their new album. Uh, he it, it's kind of like he's like the fourth member uh, on this. <laughs> no, I mean I, I it mean was that me. seriously. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. It's it's <laughs> it's Nick, Joe, Kevin, and Joe Lynch. Yeah, those <laughs> are the Jonas Brothers now. But uh, no, the thing the thing about this song is that uh, everything about it is like very cleanly crafted from the whistle bridge to the hand claps to the way the percussion kicks in um, to the interplay between Nick and Joe's voices. like I, I, This is just like like a perfectly crafted pop single. And I think that, look, I, I, I don't think there's any way this song gets to number one or a top ten, even with the interest around them, if this song wasn't very good and very right. easily replayable. So
1: I think it's great. What, what do you guys think? I mean, I think the shock, like, if you had told me at the top of 2019 that there was going to be a new Jonas Brothers song, and it would be, like, actually very incredible, I would be like, I don't believe you. I would <laughs> Honestly, if you said a Jason, I'd be like, Jason, is this one of those, like, you're saying it's good, but it's yeah. really just sort of serviceable. Like, this is actually a fantastic song, and, like, for all yeah. the reasons you said, like, um, it, like the de- attention to detail, I guess maybe it's a tether thing, but like like the guitar is like jumpy and fun like the drumming yeah. is even interesting. Yeah. On this. Um, and it, the, li- the lyrics are great too. like you're the tattoo inside my brain. like that's a great lyric for a pop song yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, It's just shocking like it's so <laughs> I, I'm, I really especially after the last thing we heard from them was pom-pom, which is kind of a shit song, yeah. you know not my So favorite. like to have them come back with this is just remarkable.
2: I was shocked too. That it was that, that it was this good. And it would have been, mm. sa- it would have been disappointing if it was bad. It would have been really sad if it wasn't good. Yeah. Um, but what struck me the most about it was just how much it sounded like their material like six years ago and the fact that it still held up. I was like, wow, like they mm. didn't have to really evolve their sound at all. It's still working, um, which is pretty impressive. So yeah, I'm, a f- I'm still a fan.
1: Still a fan. All this
2: time. Yeah. yeah, it is weird how,
1: yeah, it fits perfectly with what they've been doing yeah. for however long. But that you would was. think
2: that like, it maybe it wouldn't sound it doesn't as good sound dated. now yeah. it doesn't sound dated
1: yeah you would think i mean like if like miley came out with a song that sounded like miley cyrus right. circa 12 years ago he would be like this right is exactly. no um but so i'd cool. be fine with that actually for the record well then, i'm not saying I mean, i'm live, if you're it, but listening, it we're not saying
2: not, don't release it if, he, if she dropped
3: a song <laughs> that sounded like see you again or seven things like i'd absolutely be here for that it would not hit number one on the Hot 100, no. though.
1: <laughs> Based on my own streams? Maybe. <laughs> it's yeah. available. Um, but yeah, so let's listen to it. So Jonas Brothers' song is called Sucker, which actually I don't think we mentioned yet. So yeah. uh, <laughs> here it is, Sucker.
2: I'm a sucker for you, you
1: All right, that was new Jonas Brothers Sucker. Uh, next up, and that was a Jason pick, we're going to do one of my choices. It is Juice World. Uh, the song is Fast from his new album, Death Race for Love. Uh, Juice World is our current cover star. Uh, it is a fantastic story that I would highly recommend everyone reading. Uh, it's just, uh, it's a really, like it's, he's pretty interesting as himself, but it's also just a really interesting look uh, at how... Someone who was like a basically a SoundCloud star is like turning suddenly like has like real money and like industry cloud and like how that's changing uh, his life and his outlook on things or not changing his outlook on things, uh, and that is sort of why I wanted to hone in on this song, which just has this fantastic line where he says, "I go through so much. I'm 19 years old. It's been wait, that's not the one I wanted. <laughs> God damn it! Why did I write that one down? Anyways, uh, oh, so basically <laughs> this is the one. He's something like." Uh la la la. But it's yes. No, that was what I wanted. Wow, I really screwed that up. It's It's been it's been months since I felt at home, but it's okay because I'm rich, psych, I'm still sad as a bitch. Uh Mm. it's like so real. It's it's real, but it's also like funny. And he like kind of says it with a little like tongue-in-cheek smirk. Yeah. But it's also like Kim being like very honest about himself and his Mm -hmm. like consistent depression. Uh and yeah I mean that's his sound you know it's like they call it emo rap which is a label he bristles at but is is fairly accurate I mean he is rapping the songs are very emo um but I think that you know and the album itself is 22 tracks long maybe a little too long it's not quite the uh the maybe the Have classic you listened to
2: the they were songs promising
1: yet? I've gotten like halfway through it
2: okay. I haven't listened to any except this one
1: um yet. this one I anyways this is a stand for me I also really like empty uh, but I just think, like, there's something, his songs seem so simple, but when they end, they're kind of like, oh, I want to listen to that again. Like, there's something weirdly compelling about it, and I think it's just, like, he has this unerring knack for melody that I think it's easy to underestimate because it seems simplistic and the songs sort of are, but they're, like, also perfectly crafted, simple mm-hmm. melodies. So um, I think he's, he's really interesting, and I'll be curious to see, like, how this like where he goes like you know yeah. I'm imagining there'll be hits from this album but like is he finally going to be respected yeah that's a different question like I feel like the like kind of emo SoundCloud rappers are having a great time on the charts but like in terms of like um you know the hip-hop intelligentsia like no one's really taking them seriously as artists and mm-hmm. will that change with this probably not but whatever <laughs> we'll see uh what do you guys think of it yeah I mean it I, I I'm certainly
3: intrigued by Juice World's uh music, and I want to dig into this album. Uh, I like this song. I think that, um, you know, you think about someone like Lil Uzi Vert, who uh, is occupying a similar lane to Juice WRLD, uh, but I think that his singles are more, they just, like, kind of punch me in the face a little bit harder, uh, and I mean that <laughs> in a very loving way, like, even with Lucid Dreams in mind, which is bigger than any Lil Uzi Vert mm-hmm. solo single. Um, you know, you, you, think about, uh, the way that he kind of, uh, pairs his emotion with, uh, like incredibly catchy hooks. Um, you know, I think that there is certainly maybe, like you said, like maybe they're not someone like Juice World is not getting like respect from old hip hop heads, but it, it also doesn't really matter. Uh, they're just streaming so, so well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, I, I think that he certainly has a has an interesting story uh, behind him and shout out to Megan Garvey for, for writing the new cover story. Um, you know, like he's already a millionaire, uh, and lucid dreams. Like even if he doesn't do anything aside from lucid dreams, it's like, it's a song that likely will be one of the more memorable hip hop hits of this decade, Mm -hmm. just to think of how big it was and how long it, it stayed on our charts. Um, so yeah, I guess I, I I guess I'm intrigued and I want to dig in, but I I you know, not not like I'm not like unbelievably passionate about his music in the same way that I, I I'm a huge Uzi fan, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I'm intrigued.
2: Yeah, well, going off what Joe said, um, I just wanted to add like in our cover story, he talked a lot about well, not a lot, but a little bit about how he kind of struggles to be a role model and how he has he feels like he has all these people looking up to him, but he doesn't really know who he is yet maybe mm-hmm. and doesn't really feel like he is a role model and is still working on himself um and I think that this song conveyed a lot of that and that kind of, that kind of honesty is like something that we really need in music right now and I yeah. think that's, it's commendable and um sometimes being a role model is admitting that you're not one maybe so right um so I thought that that was a really good thing about this song
1: yeah totally and it's uh you know and it's also like he's so young I mean yeah that's like it's a lot of pressure to yeah. be like that age and be like, oh now I have to live a And so many life. artists are put in
2: that position. Right. And it's crazy. Yeah. It's very true.
1: Um, all right. Well let's listen to it. It's Juice World. The song's called Fast from his new album, Death Race for Love.
2: bad. Time really moves fast, fast,
0: fast, fast. But hurry up and get me all bad, 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 bad.
2: Alright,
1: uh, that was Juice World. Ooh,
2: it's my turn. It's
1: Tati's <laughs> turn. Tati's turn. <laughs> um... uh... We're let's do let's start with Tierra Wack. Sure, let's start with Tierra uh, Gloria.
2: Gloria. So Tiara Wack um, has been putting out a couple songs in the past few weeks. Um, I think she's put out three so far. This is the um, this is the third in three weeks. They're all different styles, as she always um, she's always been super experimental like that. But um, for her last album, you know every song was so short, and um, this is the first time that she's really sort of playing out her ideas to the fullest. Mm-hmm. I mean, I loved what she did with her album having all these short songs. I thought that was awesome, but um, it did leave me wanting a little more, so I'm liking that she's kind of releasing these longer songs and, and really playing out her ideas. Longer is in, like,
1: it's still, like, under three Well, minutes. yes, yes. No, longer for Tiara. It's a real song. It's like a full song, <laughs> It's a full though. song. It's yeah. a full
2: song, and... Um, yeah, and I think that she's had a really amazing year, and I think it's always fun to watch artists that have had a really amazing year talk about it and, like, kind of say, yeah, like, I did too, mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Um, and this song is kind of just her saying that. Um, and she has this line that says, I don't see no opponent. Um, I can't read my handwriting. <laughs> I don't see no <laughs> opponent, this time my moment. Um, and that's nice. that's – kind of true. And it's just, it's fun to watch artists that you love um, recognizing their own talent and being Mm -hmm. confident like that. Um, And the song is also just a jam. It's a straight up jam. So
1: yeah. Yeah. it's I I really like her. I liked Whack World a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, I talked to her very briefly at Billboard's Women in Music event. She was super cool. I (laughs) I like her as a human being as well. Yes, she was cool. Um, Yeah. This song is just like, I don't know, it's like very minimalist. It's like super hypnotic um it's just like really it's one of those things kind of like uh like a, a juice world melody. It just like after it's I listen to it. Yeah, and after I listen to it is it like I want to put that on again. Yeah. And like, you know, and I don't mean this in a like negative way, but like it's it's not like a, a tension grabbing song. It's definitely kind of more like background rap, but like very, very good. That's, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um and that's not usually I would not say that about her style overall. I just mean this particular mm-hmm. song, Gloria.
2: Well, and also, if making short songs is your thing, I would kind of, like, I wasn't sure if maybe it would work as a full, yeah. like, all of her songs on Wack Worlds. like, I feel like could work as full songs, but yeah. they weren't, so you never know. Right, you never So know. it's it's nice to see her, as you said, they're still short, but they're full songs, mm-hmm. and they're still great. And, yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah, I love this song. I I, uh, I was late, <laughs> a couple days late to this song. I just heard it for the first time today. But holy crap, is T.R. Wack talented? Yeah. and. Uh, you know, Wack World was, was one of the biggest achievements of, of last year in music. And um, just to see her kind of, you know, effortlessly dropping great singles now uh, is really fun. And it it feels like, like, you know, I remember um, you guys saw her at uh, Women in Music. I saw her out during Grammy week, and I was, like, legit starstruck, even though she's only been around for a few months. Yeah. I was just like, oh, my goodness, like, you – are so talented <laughs> and it you're was like so... you in that
1: uh Janae Ico meme.
3: Yeah, thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, which has been resurfaced on Twitter. I don't know why. Why did I it don't pop know back why up? that popped back up. Uh, I
2: don't know why, but I'm glad it did. <laughs> yeah,
3: I know. Yeah, that'll that'll haunt me until the end of my days. Um but yeah, you know. I get I don't even know what I was gonna say with Tierra Whack now. That's it. My mind I blanked like like you guys were Janae Aiko standing in front of me.
2: Can I share one Tierra Wack story really quick? When we were at That was the time. (laughs) When we were at Women of Music, I asked her who would be your woman of the year and Mm. she said Tierra Whack. Nice. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Which same.
1: Yeah. That's pretty funny. Um, well, I'll, I'll share my, let me share a Gloria story. Uh, so the song's called Gloria. That's also the name of my cat. So I'm really happy. <laughs> Shout out Joe's cat. That she uh, <laughs> dedicated this song to my cat. Shout yeah, out yeah. Gloria. Um, <laughs> if you're listening right now. Uh, anyways, enough of that. Uh, song is Gloria from T.R. Wack. Here it is. <laughs>
2: I'm gonna win regardless, where that I work the hardest, mostly I do to garbage, I'm
3: a starving artist, I'm so sorry darling, don't mean to be rude, stepping on your shoes, I just made the moves, I ain't even dead, why they want me dead,
1: you just made your bed, aren't you talking to the fair? Alright, that was a new Tierra whack. uh, let's do... Uh, Jason, let's do your Chverches and Marshmallow.
3: Uh yeah, so um, here with you, uh, basically, uh, Marshmello's new single with Churches. Churches is a is an artist that obviously I've I've been a fan of for a long time. Uh, on Glassnote Records, um, obviously they are a, a very successful live act. Uh, yeah, they're very good live and uh, play a lot of festivals and is, are are kind of uh on that like on that kind of Vampire Weekend. Uh uh space, obviously not quite on their level, but of just like not really having any like crossover hits, but still being mm-hmm. really respected and still like playing the main stage at festivals, et cetera, et cetera. um, so I, I think that this is a really interesting play for that kind of mainstream exposure that they've been lacking. Uh, mm-hmm. and I, I it'll be interesting to see if this works out. Uh, I think that, when we were talking earlier today about um, the fact that churches like their last album, which came out last year, had a couple singles like Miracle and, and Get Out that definitely seemed like they were aimed for the pop charts. Yeah. Uh, didn't really work out. They did pretty well on alternative radio, but um, but yeah, I, I think that with Marshmallow, who just had this huge, huge, huge hit with Bastille, Happier, that is still kind of being played everywhere. Um, it'll be interesting to see if he can kind of cross them over. I think that this song is pretty, um, pretty successful. And I think that Lauren Mayberry has, has an amazing voice when it comes to like delivering hooks and, Mm -hmm. and that's the thing is like, if you go through Church's discography, like there's a lot of great pop songs in there. It's just,
1: they just haven't ever been played on top 40 radio. Yeah. You seem a little, uh. Oh, no, I mean, no, no, I I just feel like the pop songs that they write are not the kind that are getting played on radio. They're, like, throwback pop songs, like, more 80s style. And that's why this is interesting because it's, like, it's very much, to my ears, like, a Marshmallow song with Lauren Mayberry singing it. Yeah, exactly. Um, And so I think it could cross over. Well,
2: I don't know because I thought that Church's sound fits so well with Marshmallow. Like, when I saw the song, I was like, oh, that's actually such a good idea because they both Mm -hmm. kind of have that, like – like, glitchy, like, video gamey, yeah. like, Dream World sound Bleep almost. Bloop. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Jason. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. I kind of thought that it made a lot of sense to put them together.
1: Yeah. Well, what do you think about it? Do you like it?
2: I like it. I don't think it's as memorable as I wanted it to be. Sure. I like, yeah, like, I... Yeah, I just don't think it's it's that memorable, but maybe it'll grow on me, so I don't know. We'll see.
3: To me it just seems like one of those songs that is predestined to be played a ton yeah. in my life in the next few yeah. months. On, <laughs> I, you do, know, cause I do because I because I listen to the radio a fair amount because I am a, a grandpa and uh wow. just, you know, so <laughs> this song like will be played a, a ton on New York's alternative radio station as well as on like, z 100, yeah. I think. So, mm-hmm. uh, I could certainly see that working out for them. Which is cool. Yeah. Like, good. You know what? Good for churches. Like, both, like, they're all, all three of those uh, guys are super nice and mm-hmm. deserve some marshmallow money, I guess.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Let's get it. Um, yeah. No, I, I think it's good. I like it. Yeah. I'm, I'm probably, like, on Tati's lane where it's just like, it's good.
2: It's but good. I do agree with Jason. Like, I heard it and I was like, okay, this is going to be on the radio for yeah. sure. <laughs>
1: yeah. Which, yeah. exactly. I mean, I'm not angry about it. She has a no. great voice and I would love to hear it yeah. more often Me in too. my life. Uh, all right, let us listen to it. It is Here With You from Churches and Marshmallow. Every day You're saying the words that I want you to say Church's marshmallow. Um if you just like put those two words together out of like Churches? not knowing that they're like artist names, very bizarre. And, yeah.
2: and both and both have interesting spellings. Yes. But you don't mm, know that.
1: Church. Ooh. That's Marshmallow. Marshmallow, Marsh anyways, I don't know what I'm talking about. Um all right. Let's keep the order. Uh next one is my pick. Uh it is a new artist, Munya. Uh this is a French-Canadian uh, singer-songwriter-producer. Uh, I got hip to her pretty recently and interviewed her. Uh, oh, she is, I didn't know that. Check it out on Billboard.com. Oh. Uh, but anyways, the song I picked is Benjamin, which is off her new EP, Blue Pine. Uh, she makes this really kind of like spectral, like synth-pop, like hazy dream-pop type of thing, which, you know, has been done, but I feel like when someone does it, like well and you know like really hits that perfect spot it's like one of the best things to my ears um and a lot of people do it but most people i i don't think do it with this like skill set like Mm -hmm. she so and i know this because i interviewed her but she is like classically trained she has like formal music training she does like absolutely everything on her song she like writes the melody on a piano then she hops over to the drums and like you know drums out the beat. Then she gets on a guitar, plays that, adds other instruments. She's then like, she does uh, her own producing and mixing. Wow. So it's just like it's like all from her mind. She's trying to make wow. that
3: that Ed Sheeran lane of the, the pedal loops. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if I would, com- yeah. <laughs> She looked at Ed Sheeran live and was like, I want to do that. The, Who
1: needs a the band? The French Canadian Ed Sheeran, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, the song Benjamin, uh, so as she's French Canadian, she sings in both French and English, um, or French and Canadian, I guess I should say. Oh, she was wow. She speaks Canadian. Ooh. Um, whatever, that's a boot. Sorry, that uh, was, I know. <laughs> <I> know. <laughs> it's me. Um, anyways, though, I love this song. I'm just, like, obsessed with it. I can't stop listening to it. It's just, like, very lovely, um, and just, like, a nice little soundscape that I want to be inside. Um, yes, but what do you guys think of you it? You
2: described it very well, honestly. <laughs> I actually had I had the word lovely written down. Oh. I it was lovely. Sorry, I had for it using it. But, word but it's, it's yeah, it's not okay. Um, <laughs> no, but I also love to see more bilingual songs. I think that's really cool. Um, and in different genres and in different languages, uh, not, not just these like Latin songs mm-hmm. that are on the 100. Like, it's cool to see a lot of artists experimenting with um, bilingual music. So I'm, I'm all here for it.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, really good. I don't really have much to add. I only listened to this song once, but it, it was a... Uh, a lovely indeed. Pop song. Lovely indeed. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was not familiar. Uh, and now I will have to read. I hope that some uh, smart and intelligent journalist
1: uh, has a good interview. Um, I don't know about that, but I did oh, talk to her. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Anyways, uh, here it is. It's Munya, uh, and the song is Benjamin. next and last we have Tati with Taylor Parks Mm -hmm. I Want You
2: yeah Um, so Taylor Parks is an artist I'm really excited about Um, she's been a songwriter for a lot of hits over like the past Mm -hmm. I don't know five even maybe ten years Um, but most recently she did um, Thank You Next and a lot of songs on Ariana Grande's album
1: did Seven Um, Rings too she did
2: Seven Rings um, she worked on Christina Aguilera and Janelle Monet's albums last year, so she clearly has a knack for songwriting um, and now she's kind of starting to write her own songs um, and sing them herself and she has an album coming out soon um, but I just think she she has a really great sound it's kind of it's pop and it's it's really happy and kind of bubbly. Mm-hmm. She has pink hair like that whole kind of vibe um, and this song um, this song is also really cool because it's sort of about um it's sort of like lgbtq um friendly like Mm -hmm. yeah like she's kind of saying like i can want you but i can also want you um if you listen to the lyrics um and the album art if you take a look at it also kind of reflects that um so i think it's it's a really solid um i think it's the second single maybe off of the album she has coming out um she also has one called slow dancing which is really good uh but yeah what did you guys think
1: I really like, it. it's like a really, like, a kind of cute was the word that came yeah. to mind. Like, it's a very, like, cute, like, poppy song. Uh, she has a great voice. Uh, she's super interesting. Uh, shout out uh, Rob Ladani, a freelancer for us, did a really interesting interview with her, I think, last year. Okay. Um, and she's just had a really interesting road. Like, she was a, a child actor. She was in Hairspray. Um, shout out Zach Efron. <laughs> and uh she's done she, so much. And so she like wanted to get into singing, but she found basically just like everyone was like, Nope, like we're not interested. So then because of that, she got into songwriting to kind of like get her foot in the door. Mm-hmm. And now she's kind of pivoting back to singing. But like it's pretty impressive when you're like, Oh, I guess I'll try songwriting and then like
2: yeah, what do you, you write? You, all you, these write you
1: write Thank You, you Next, you write right. Seven Rings, uh, she co wrote High Love Hopes Lies from also? and yeah. yeah, Love Lies. And like that's a real like breadth of like style. Yeah. Like those are all very different songs. Um, so yeah, she's, like, obviously, like, super talented, uh, as a songwriter, and she has a great voice, so I think, like, you know, sky's the limit yeah. sort of thing. And I her. also
2: kind of wonder if, like, if now to survive as an artist, you kind of need to be able to, like... Songwrite for other people, or maybe be a producer. Mm. Like I see, I feel like I see more and more artists like taking all these different lanes, and I wonder if it's like that's kind of how you survive now. And um, I'm actually talking to her today. I don't know why I didn't mention that. Yeah, I'm actually speaking to her later today. um, So I will, I will ask what she thinks about that. Yeah, stay tuned. Um, But, but yeah, what did you think, Jason?
3: Uh, I thought it was good. I don't, I don't know if this is like the breakout hit. Yeah. um, Because obviously uh, she has a lot of momentum Mm -hmm. after all the Ariana Grande stuff. Very quick aside about Seven Rings. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife and I last night we went <laughs> and got dinner at Buffalo Wild Wings. Boo! Uh, because
1: <laughs> you're not a Buffalo Wild Wings fan. Suck! Oh wow! Wow! And the interior is just like so unpleasant. I hate that place.
3: Wow! Sorry. Very harsh. Uh, we had a gift card, so right, we were like, enough. "Let's go to <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings and use the gift card." Why not? Uh And we uh, split a uh, split a platter of boneless wings fourteen each, or fourteen wings. So we had seven each and then I felt immediately oh regret for not taking a photo of our seven wings. Nice, nice. <laughs> and tweeting it That's at Ariana hilarious. Grande.
1: I honestly you should go back. I know. Right?
3: Again I, I think
2: back. you have to. I think it's I actually required.
3: Um so <laughs>
1: back to Taylor
3: Parks. Yeah I, I, I think that this song is is uh, is a clever pop song. I don't know if this is the one. Like, I've listened to it because it's pretty high on New Music Friday. I listened to it this morning and Mm -hmm. a couple times since. It hasn't really grabbed me uh, in the way that, like, something like uh, the Munya song, which I heard for the first time today, Mm -hmm. I immediately was, like, really connected with it. This one takes a little bit of time to get going, but uh, obviously I really like her, and like I said, she has a lot of momentum, so hopefully it works out. Yeah.
1: When you interview her. Make sure you get some Zach Efron memories. Oh, in I there. definitely yes. will. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: really.
1: That's the opening question. Can is you the, add, that is can, the
3: one and only can question. Can you ask her yeah. about <laughs> like me going to Buffalo Wild Wings last night I and then am almost most definitely going to okay, ask cool. her about like funny Thank story you.
1: about Seven <laughs> Rings and she just hangs up after you tell yeah. it. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
3: you really don't like Buffalo Wild Wings. Wow. Okay, the food is okay. Let me just look. They The have food good is wings. fine.
1: Yes, I just like hate going in the it's so and you're unpleasant. a big
3: and you're a big sports fan too you <laughs> love football and that's really the go. problem It's like they're
1: playing sports everyone there likes sports it's just not my scene <laughs>
2: <laughs> and it's too it's bright. Like you have a problem with the scene and not <laughs> the i do food. i do have a problem with the scene <laughs> okay. yes but if someone like grabbed sorry. the
1: wings and like brought them outside okay. and i could eat them I don't know, I don't have a car. I guess I like, just huddle in a corner. Like Sure, then I would be That sounds sad. Yeah. yeah, that sounds
3: much more <laughs> I sad. I'd definitely rather do that. Wow. Well, um, next time you come out to New Jersey, we won't go to Buffalo Wildly.
1: Thank you. That's such a relief.
3: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um,
1: is there one in Times Square? I feel I like there so. is. I feel like there oh, is. Oh, really? I feel, I'm feel like pretty I've sure walked by is. one. Yeah.
3: If there is, I'll, I'll have to check that. Out. Anyways. Un- unnecessary oh, you're detour. right. You're right. There is. There is I one. forgot about that. Yeah, very, very sad story. Um, and this will be the last anecdote I tell about Buffalo Wild Wings on this particular podcast. Please tell us more. Um, the night of the 2016 election, uh, we brought in food from the Buffalo Wild Wings in. Um, Atlantic Center like that and we're just like let's get Buffalo Wild Wings and watch Hillary Clinton win the election oh my God. and then we didn't eat at Buffalo Wild Wings for like a year that's because, of, because <laughs> of the BTSD that's yeah. associated
1: with it do me a favor and don't get Buffalo Wild Wings next presidential
3: <laughs> election I will and not I will not really I'll be getting that. Olive Garden or something
1: oh, yeah Does, what? they don't do delivery <laughs>
3: Well, they do takeout. Yeah, I guess
1: fair enough. <laughs> Alright. This, this is it <laughs> for that. Uh, all right, let's listen to it. Uh, we've detoured a bit. Uh Taylor Park's song's called I Want You.
0: So in the the I, I want you.
1: Right, that was Taylor Parks, and that's all we got. Uh, thank you, Tati, for swinging through anytime, and thank you, Jason. And uh, do we have what do we have coming up? Anything offhand? I can't think. I don't know. I don't know either. Well, I should know. You should. You'd I mean, both of us should know. Really? You think I yeah. know? My uh, mind's drawing a blank. Well, probably some music. Probably if I had to guess, maybe some Oh, songs.
3: actually, this is a little niche, but. Um, the a couple weeks until uh, the Way is Blood album comes out on Sub Pop. I, I do like mm. them. Yeah, there's a couple stuff too. coming out. The Vampire Weekend is not that far away now. That's true. Yeah. Um, the Sarah mm. Bareilles album is not Vampire. that far away. Wabwa Bareilles Hive. <laughs>
1: Bareilles Hive. <laughs> um, I did love Waitress. I it's so good. Yeah, let's do it. it. Yeah, you should see it. It's great. It's very charming. Uh, and the songs are great. So anyways, that's, that's enough. Uh, we'll take this offline. Uh, and we will catch you next week.
0: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less and similar brands.